With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You got any could thoughts that. on that, Snoop? No. Any comments? Well, maybe next, right. maybe well, next time. Well, here's how you could tell people that. <laughs> well, Snoop, here's how you could tell somebody that. If you're holding the Powerball lottery jackpot ticket, oh. they just announced the numbers a little while ago. They had a problem last night. The drawing was delayed when one of the 48 participating lotteries needed more time to complete the necessary protocols. They didn't say which state. I'd like to know which state that was that was slow for the draw to get it in there. But could have been. They could have been pretty flaccid, Snoop. Could have been. Um, the so ro- the, the rotary numbers. phones in Oklahoma okay. weren't up to, up to snuff? Uh, who knows? All right, <laughs> here you go. Here's your winning numbers. 10, 33, 41, 47, and 56. And the Powerball. Those were the numbers I would have played. I would have played those numbers had I gone to buy a ticket. Dang it. See? The jackpot was already a record $1.9 billion. Now it grew to $2.04 billion by the time of the drawing, making the world's largest lottery prize. We'll find out if there's a winner or if you have a shot, Jeff, you know, if it doesn't work out otherwise. How many McRibs do so you, you think I could buy for $2 billion? <laughs> Hell, at that point, I just buy my own yeah. McDonald's. Yeah. yeah. Sure you could. Absolutely you could. All right. Uh, I'm done here. Uh, I've got to head down for the uh, press conference for uh, TC for the player availability and then uh, for head coach Sonny Dyke. So uh, we'll do that. Jeff and Snoop will take you through our number two of the program. And See then you I'll tomorrow, be back, Craig. Uh, tomorrow. Yep, we'll have Tony Salazar, Westlake Chaparral's head coach in studio with us. So we'll uh, we'll do that. So we'll look forward to uh, visiting with Coach Salazar. And uh, we've got a lot more in store tomorrow. But still more to come in hour number two of Light the Tower here on The Horn, 1049-1019, AM1260. We're live, local and digital on The Horn app and at hornfm.com. KTXXFCafe.com. It's Light the Tower, your daily look around the world of sports with Horns 24 7 insider Jeff Howe on your live, local, and independent home for sports talk in Austin, the Horn. Snoop's opaque bulge seems to be the topic du jour on the Specs text Whoa. line. Hold on, I haven't opened the text line yet. Let me see. Apparently the uh, stream is down, Snoop. You know anything about that? Is it? I don't know. I'm just reading the text feedback. Not listening to the stream because I'm producing sound that is on said stream. (laughs) Anyway, hour two of Light the Tower on the Horn.
Okay, Jeff Al, Snoop Daniel. You sound like you wanted to build on that, Snoop. I didn't know where to think of. Opaque bulge. Must be the first time. No, see, I don't even know what opaque means, so there. This means like you can't see through it. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to, yeah. <laughs> Your intergalactic. The floor is yours. The bar floor line. Is yours to do, do as no, you wish. No, you know, it'd be like, you know. I feel like Bane, like Gotham is yours. Do as you please. Oh, thank you, Bane. You're so nice. I even know people think you're a jerk. Uh, I'm trying to think opaque bulge. Use use a pickup line using the word opaque. But yeah, hit on a, a young lady using this word opaque bulge. That's your job. That's your job, Snoop. All right, I'll try it tonight. How opaque are we talking? <laughs> <laughs> uh, keep the uh, keep the feedback coming on the specs text line three three seven three seven seven six. Apparently, the uh, the beverage that was thrown at Ted Cruz was a white claw. I, oh. I don't. I've never had a white claw. Yeah. You had a white claw? Yeah, you, they're. Uh, I think they're overrated. Like what are they? I'm seriously. They I've never taste had them. like a like a uh, a carbonated Capri Sun, but. Okay. Alcoholic, so kind of like Boone's Farm, but a little lighter. All right, doesn't sound like my doesn't uh, sound like my kind of my kind of drink. Yeah, and it's more refreshing than anything. Like if you were really thirsty, it might help, but also you'd be drunk. And- Look, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty simple with my alcohol selections at this point in my life. Just a simple a simple beer does good, you know. And I have my choice of beers. I don't get too exotic with the beer. Like, the only IPA that I really like is the Steve Austin Broken Skull IPA, so I would recommend, but I'm a big fan of, like, the like a Blue, like a blue Moon-type beer. Snoop. Oh, yeah, That's, I like Blue Moon. Do you put an orange in it? Uh, You know what? If, if, I'm, if I'm getting it on the, on the tap and they put the orange in it, then that's cool, but I don't, like, ask for the right. orange. Where's my you know? orange? <laughs> yeah. You get upset. Yeah, I don't ask for the orange. <laughs> you feel uh, like a horse and get mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Angry horse. Yeah. Give me I don't, uh, you know, because I told you, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. I've become a big fan of the mule. The mule yes. is, a, is a tasty is. beverage. Or just your simple uh, little, little whiskey and soda. Just simple. I'm not I'm not that complicated of a of a guy. I think at Craig's wedding it was... Uh, a little Crown Royale, and oh, so, if you will, kind of hood. Don't play it. Say Craig's wedding was hood. Like I said, I'm. I like there, look, there were more. There's more sophisticated stuff, but I that that bottle was just staring at me. And it was in, it was inviting me in, Snoop. It doesn't matter if it's a senator or not. Like if you hit somebody with a full can about a beer, that's messed up, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's uh. That's, that's like that's heavier up. than a rock. I, I'm, it's yeah. That's pretty. I mean, it's, it how how fast did you throw it, and from what direction? That's messed up. So just just mind 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 your p's and q's out there, people. Hey, speaking of uh, politics, Snoop, did you vote, or are you voting today? I think today. You're My gonna mom. you're gonna try to go vote today? Yeah, today. Your mom called you and reminded she you did. to vote, didn't she? She did. That's a good that's a good mom right there. So you I I early vote, man. I don't mess around with. I did one one time. Uh, Whatever year, I think it was twenty. It was twenty fourteen. I think that was the was that the governor's race. Uh, Greg Abbott and Wendy Davis. I think was the governor's race that year. And I I moved. It was the first election where I lived in Buda at my old house, and I couldn't find my polling place. I went to like two three different places on election day. Couldn't find my polling place, and then I finally got to the right place. And man, that line was so long. I yeah. was like, I don't want to wait three hours to 
to do this thing. So the, the one I go to is um, in uh, South Park Meadows next to Precision Camera. It's some little voting mm-hmm. place there. And you, you so man, I just I just knock it out. I just knock it out early voting, man. Just done. I like like do my voting like I do Christmas shopping. Snoop, get it done, get it out of the way, and just kick back and watch everybody lose their minds <laughs> day of. You know, they take over my mall. That's what I hate about now. Barton Creek Mall is scattered with actual shoppers. I enjoy the quiet, quiet, nobody there mall, but it's packed all the time now. Man, you remember, you remember when the mall used to be like the place to be? Uh, it still is for some people, but yeah, it used to be much cooler. I agree. It's just people can shop online now, so they don't. But you know, yeah, but don't you miss like your teenage years when I do. Like, you could just get dropped off at the mall and there was so much to like you could spend a whole afternoon there. Yep, I have a pen in my pocket, and you would, and, and the pen would bust in your pocket, and then you would have like a. Your pockets would be full of ink, you know, because you have to carry the pen to try to get, you know, Bay's number. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pen and paper in pocket. That's what I remember about those days in the mall. Rocking my hair and bones. Now, go to, going to the uh, – what what mall did you frequent back well, in the day? in Dallas, I went um, – I worked at Abercrombie and North Park Mall, but I was a lot of times at the Park Mall in Arlington or Townies Mall in Mesquite. Or they call it Blackbird Mall, but it's Southwest Mall. It was Redbird Mall, then jokingly called Blackbird Mall. <laughs> I don't even know what Southwest Mall exists. Uh, it man, was the Highland Mall of Dallas back Highland, in the day. Highland Mall got a bad rap, man, but I, <laughs> I love me some Highland Mall back in the day. Highland Mall, the little lake line open, that was kind of the it was kind of the game changer because that was closer. And then a place that Bucky has bashed many a times, uh, the Colleen Mall. The Kaleem Mall. I used to frequent the Kaleem Mall back in the day. Do they day. sell real clothes, or are they like knockoffs? Like, no, uh, is it like Big T Bazaar? They used to have like a Stephen Berry's in there and whatnot. Okay. Yeah. That's where I used to go buy my silvery chains and my Geneva watches and whatnot. So in Dallas, I would go. The I lived at the Big T Bazaar. I got DJ Quick's first album, and that was when, man, they was making tapes. I Man, they were so... Oh, man, they, they were geniuses back, back in the day. You, used to, you had to go to the Kaleem Mall for uh, the Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A was only at the Kaleem Mall. Chick-fil-A was not taking over the world like it is now, back then. It was like a mall-exclusive type deal. Panda Express, too. Am I making that up? Or was Ooh, Panda Express like that a That was mall only in a mall, deal? I'm yeah. pretty sure. Not now. Their orange chicken slam, though. It is, man. Still does. Still Chow goes hard. and rice mix. Still goes hard. All right, Snoop, we got to get back to business. We'll talk Texas football. Uh, we got Flex 30 coming up in the... Uh, in the next segment, in case you missed it, Lake Travis head coach Hank Carter normally joins us on Tuesdays for our weekly coaches' conversations brought to you by our good friends at Texas Truck and Trailer. Coach Carter got tied up this morning. The Cavaliers had practice, getting ready for their big playoff game against Round Rock. Had practice. Then he got pulled into a meeting, so Coach Carter unable to meet with us today. But our coaches' conversation tomorrow, Westlake head coach Tony Salazar will be in as he joins us each and every Wednesday. Vandegrift head coach Drew Sanders on Thursday, and then LBJ head coach Jamal Fenner on Friday. Right now, Snoop, we got to switch gears, talk a little college football. we got to look at the Big 12, the sharp review of the Big 12. Oh, sorry. There we go. I got a Longhorn question later in the show about B. Okay. John Robinson. I've... A little B. John question from yes. Snoop. Uh, sharp review of the Big 12 brought to you by our good friends at Sharp Vision Modern LASIK. As we know, Texas went on the road to Kansas State, got a big win over the Wildcats, 34-27. We'll sort out those second-half issues throughout the week as Texas gets ready to face TCU. Speaking of the Horn Frogs, shocker, TCU got behind again. 
to Texas Tech. That game was a little bit dicey for a moment, but the Horn Frogs pulled away 34-24. TCU gets the dub over Texas Tech. How about Baylor going to Norman, getting a win over Oklahoma? 38-35, Baylor with back-to-back wins over Oklahoma. Uh, Baylor's gotten themselves in the thick of the Big 12 title picture now with that win over Oklahoma. Speaking of the Big 12 title picture... Kansas still mathematically alive for this thing after thumping Oklahoma State 37-16. And, man, Snoop, you, you look at Oklahoma State, they had the, that two-week run where they lost to TCU and beat Texas, and I just think that took so much out of them. They were so they were beat up coming out of the TCU game and even more so coming out of the Texas game. That roster is a shell of what it was when they went to Fort Worth. And Kansas, uh, Jalen Daniels, they didn't even need him in this game because basically Devin Neal was the entire offense for Kansas. I couldn't even tell you really what Jason Bean did, but it was all Devin Neal for the Jayhawks. Kansas, how about bowl eligible? Todd Reesing, Snoop, that started the long line of Lake Travis quarterbacks. Todd Reesing was taking the snaps for the Jayhawks the last time they were bowl eligible. Wow. That's how long it's been. So Kansas going bowling. The Jayhawks get that one over Oklahoma yeah, State. I remember that Kansas was so terrible in the NCAA football games, but you would be them if you were awesome just to show <laughs> off how badass you were. Yeah, for sure. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, Baylor was one of those teams you used to be able to do that with, too. My yes. Bro- my brother liked to have the dynasty with Baylor. I'm like, dude, Baylor's never going to win yeah. the Big 12. Well, turns out they've won it several times since then, as it turns out. That was fun. Oh, that's funny. I can't wait till that game comes back. My wife's going to be so aggravated because I'm going to have to get a PS5 or whatever system it's on. You know what? In, in theory, it's going to help you if you play all the teams equally. You're going to educate yourself. Should it help you? And plus, now with NIL, maybe the guys will actually have names. Yes. You don't have to. Well, that took a lot of time going through naming rosters. It was much easier with Xbox Live. You could just kind of plug in, plug and play, like go find it wherever yeah. somebody had it. Uh, and to wrap up our sharp review of the Big 12, the who gives the south end of a rat game of the week in the conference was Iowa State taking down West Virginia in Ames 31-14. So week 11, <laughs> obviously the blockbuster matchup in the Big 12. TCU coming down to Austin to take on Texas. That's the 6.30 game on ABC Game Day in town. Oklahoma at West Virginia. Keep an eye on that just because West Virginia plays much better at home than they do on the road. Iowa State going to Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State looking to avoid uh, a a two-game losing streak, looking to avoid losing three out of four. Uh, Iowa State inching closer to bowl eligibility. They are four and five. That's the same for Texas Tech. And Texas Tech hosts Kansas this week. And then Baylor and Kansas State, pretty much a uh, a de facto elimination game from the Big 12 title race. Not completely, but an elim- we'll call it an elimination-ish game for the uh, Big 12 title picture because crazy stuff could happen. The loser might not be completely done in that one. So that is our sharp review of the Big 12. Uh, this texter says, okay, just voted. Have to share my voting experience. Everything was fine. Standing in line waiting to cast my vote. Uh, wow. Then two cars come racing through the parking lot, one chasing the other aggressively, new vehicle chasing an older vehicle. 
small parking lot, uh, pull up the older vehicle, backs into the new vehicle. It was crazy. So basically some road rage yeah. at the polling place this morning. Yeah. People be road raging. Yeah, man, that's bad stuff. You ever been involved in a road rage incident? Oh, yeah. Have you really? Well, yeah, everybody has. Haven't they, like... No, I haven't. Nobody, well, I mean, not getting out the car, but, like, people flipping you off or, like... Oh, that kind of stuff? Yeah. yeah. I was talking about, like, getting out of the car or something, oh, like, hell, hit your, no, hit your no, vehicle. Uh-uh. I'll pull away. One time I was downtown, and this... I don't know. I thought he was asking for money. I was going to give him a dollar, and he swung on me. Thank God he missed. Yeah. Man, it was messed up. Tried man. to strike you. Yeah. I was like, my homeboy's going to kick your ass. You better get out of here. See, D, D Fry, you're, uh, I'm feeling your pain right now. Standing in the longest midterm voting line I've ever been in, in Dripping Springs. Should have voted early. See? Well, at least people want to vote, right? CB says in Washington, you, you voting by, by mail so much. I imagine that would be easier to vote by but mail. But it'd be easier to fraud, too. Uh, yeah, we're, let's just, let's just shelve that, Snoop. We'll just put, take that and put it over here. No. Put it on the, oh. Let's put it on the shelf. Oh. Uh, this text is Blackbird Mall and Towny <laughs> Mall plus Saturdays at the Big T Bazaar Somebody and, type that and out North Park Mall. Yeah. Yeah. Was that, that was basically your teenage years in the yes. Metroplex, Yeah. Uh-huh, you know, you'd be, you'd be hanging out at the high end, but buying at the low end. <laughs> Back in the day, we used to say you go to Barton Creek Mall to shop and you go to Highland Mall to buy. Right. Right, right. I, like lo- I love me some. What was the name of that pizza place at Highland Mall back in the day? I don't remember, but I know they had really good pizza there. Mall pizza is pretty awesome, isn't it, Snoop? Yeah, uh, I, like the pre- I like mall pretzels now. Pretzels. Mall pretzels. You know what I really dig? There's that smoothie place at Barton Creek Mall. I don't remember the name of it, but there's that smoothie place over there. Well, I got you know what I'm talking about right there by GameStop? Oh, oh. Oh yeah, it is still there. They said yeah, smoothie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How does that place? Think? I don't ever see enough people in there for that thing to stay open. I don't know, man. But the smoothies are good. Yeah. I know that. All right, I'll pay him some love. Maybe today I'll swing my. <laughs> Be like Jeff told me that y'all had some good smoothies. So yeah, man. I uh, I dig it. All right, I'll tell you what we'll do. Uh, we'll take a break. Can I ask my Bijan question maybe before so it doesn't interrupt your Longhorn notebook. So yeah, I, go so for I it, saw that he Let's is, talk a little Bijan. He's now number seven on the all-time rushing list. And he passed A.J. Jones and Roosevelt Leaks. And I was going to ask when Craig was on the phone, because he probably or on the comics, but I don't know anything about Roosevelt Leaks or A.J. Jones or what kind of okay. running backs were they. Now, I can't tell you much about A.J. Jones. Uh, but let me tell you about Roosevelt Leaks. Um, my dad, my late father, until he left this mortal world, Swore up and down. When I would ask, I say, "Dad, who's the, who's the best Texas running back you ever saw?" I was like, "Was Earl Campbell? No. Ricky Williams? No. Cedric Benson? No. Roosevelt Leaks. He said Roosevelt Leaks was the best Texas running back he he ever saw. He think he thought Roosevelt Leaks was the best. And a couple years ago, I got to do a one on one sit down with Earl Campbell. By the way, shout out Tyler Campbell, little TC speaks." Saturdays here on the Horn. Get his book. Yes, yes. The uh, and the ball came out. You can get that any at any fine book retailers uh, online or in person. Um, but I did an interview with Earl Campbell, and I, I do what I need to do, and I get done. I asked him. I said, I was like, let me ask you something. I told him about the story. My dad would say, Roosevelt Leaks was great. And Earl, Earl Campbell looked at me and he said, he said, let me tell you something. He said, if it wasn't for Roosevelt Leaks, there wouldn't have been an Earl Campbell. 
And I'm like, all right. So my dad was was justified in his opinion. So, yeah, yeah. Roosevelt Leaks. Uh, was it the headline? Roosevelt Leaks ran for, what was it, I think 342 yards against SMU. And they said Roosevelt Leaks all over the field or something. Or <laughs> Roosevelt Leaks all over the That's Mustangs. Awesome. I forget what the headline was. But, yeah, Roosevelt Leaks was <laughs> – Roosevelt Leaks was was nice back in his day, Snoop. All right, well, Bren, Brenham, Texas. Was Roosevelt oh, Leaks. Brenham. Okay, yes. word. So, well, uh, that's where Bijan just passed him. Do you, do you have that list in front of you? Yeah, of I the do. Texas Russian leaders. Who's, yeah. who's, who's well, next? Uh, but Bijan was he was he, coming into that game. He was behind Deontay Foreman, AJ Jones, and Roosevelt Leaks. After, so, yeah, yeah. So where is he now? Now he's at seven. He's right behind Vince with. So it'd be he have twenty nine fifty approximately. Vince has thirty one twenty seven. So he needs another two hundred yards. Vince is thirty one twenty seven. And Bijan's at what? Uh, uh, approximately twenty nine fifty because I'm assuming this twenty seven fifty is his total from last week. And okay. he had two oh five. So okay, so I'll tell you what. I'll figure that out during the break, mm-hmm. and uh, and I'll. I'll Go ahead. It shouldn't be about about 150 yards to pass Vince. Yeah, Yeah. but uh, no man, uh, Roosevelt Leaks was awesome back then. I mean, you you forget how many great running backs this place has produced, man, and then a lot of guys that some people don't even know. Uh, So glad. I don't know Chris Gilbert either. Uh, Chris Gilbert, I I once heard uh, Super Bill Bradley describe Chris Gilbert uh, very cat-like. He's like you could, he's like that cat you can drop off of a drop off a house and he'll land on his feet. Just said Chris Gilbert just had unbelievable balance. Uh, for a running back. So we'll keep the running back discussion going. Uh, and uh, if you want to do that, Specs Text Line is open 337-3776. Yeah, AJ Jam Jones, Snoop, people remind me on the text line, you had uh, Ham, Lamb, and Jam, all of the Jones boys back in the day. Johnny Lamb Jones from Lampasas. Oh. Getting people in Lampasas to tell you about the time that Johnny Lamb Jones won Lampasas, the, uh, the mile relay. At the state track meet, the deficit he overcame. Somebody had a film of that. There, there was a film the baby of baby of the Jones. It's always the baby. There was a film of that <laughs> that was uh, that was uh, unearthed in Lampasas a few years ago, if I remember right. So, um, anyway, my computer's going off for some reason. Okay, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll keep the Longhorn football discussion going, and we'll hit, get to Snoop and our Flex Thirty segment when we come back on Light the Tower on the Horn, live, local, and digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com. The Texas defense closed the door in Manhattan. And they had the ball back loose. Ball loose. Longhorn. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Somebody reminded me that Cazzoli's was the pizza at Highland Mall yeah, back in the day. Yeah, that was good, Cazzoli's. Tyler Pendergrass says Villa Pizza. Cazzoli's sounds right. Villa's still around. That uh, that one is in Barton Creek Mall. And Stoner, Stoner's like, oh, it's just Sabaro. Don't get too excited. Hey, man, there's nothing wrong with Sabaro. I think Sabaro gets a bad rap. I do. Ain't nothing wrong with Sabaro. It's just, just don't act like it's like gourmet pizza. Correct. Well, I, th- I think this is, it, it costs gourmet, and it's okay. It, well, and it's, I, it's been a minute since I've eaten Sabaro, so I can't tell you what the uh, what the price point is at that establishment. Uh, back on Light the Tower on the Horn, Jeff House, Snoop Daniel, taking you through a Tuesday edition, hour number two. Craig was with us in hour one. He is in Fort Worth. Going to have a uh, 
Hopefully, fingers crossed, I have a one-on-one interview with Sonny Dykes that we'll play at some point here later in the week. Uh, and Craig will be back in studio tomorrow. Man, a lot of Eric Metcalf texts coming in on the text line talking about running back. So, Snoop, I'm glad you brought this up because this is uh, this is prompting me to, with your help, look at the rushing record books. And I, I, this is my fault for not doing this earlier. B. John Robinson is 41 yards away from becoming the seventh player in school history to rush for 3,000 or more yards in a career. Bijan's at 29.59 right now. And I looked at it during the break with Snoop's help to look at who's in front of Bijan on the school's all-time. But now, Bijan most likely not going to – the top th- – the top – the top three are going to be really tough to get to for him, especially because to answer one texter, no, I'm not expecting Bijan to come back after this year. Is there a chance he comes back? There's a chance. I just don't think it's a very high chance. But you look at the top three rushers in school history. Snoop, do you know Ricky Williams' yardage total off the top? Of your, I just, off the top of I your know head, it's like I knew. North of six thousand. Only reason I know is because after he broke the record, my buddy Sam Hobbs, who by the way, the reason why I remember the 2007 TCU Texas game is because I had to watch it on like the smallest TV ever because my buddy Sam scheduled his wedding on the day of the Texas TCU game. Uh-huh. Uh, but my buddy Sam Hobbs, when Ricky Williams broke Tony Dorsett's rushing record, he clipped out the pay, the article from the Statesman. And had it tacked up in his bedroom, and it had the yardage total six thousand two hundred. Yeah, I knew it was that's awesome. the reason why I remembered. It. It's committed to memory. Just staring at that all the times I wandered over to my buddy Sam's house. Uh, Ricky Williams is one. Cedric Benson two fifty five forty. Gosh, Cedric Benson was so good, yeah. so consistent. R.I.P. And then Earl Campbell uh, with forty four hundred and forty three yards. Now you get into the realm where Bijan's got a chance to get into the top four. This season, uh, Vince Young is slightly ahead of him at thirty-one twenty-seven, followed by Chris Gilbert at thirty-two thirty-one, and then Jamal Charles at thirty-three twenty-eight. Let's assume Bijan has the last three regular season games and the bowl game. He only needs three hundred and seventy yards in those four games to pass Jamal Charles. So that's a little about ninety-two, ninety. I think it's ninety-two and a half yards a game he needs over the last th- four games, which would be the last three regular season games and a bowl game, if he plays the bowl game, uh, to pass. Uh, and th- who knows, is the Big 12 championship game factor into that? Basically, Bijan's got plenty of opportunities that him passing Jamal Charles is a realistic goal by the end of the year. So thank you for that, Snoop. Snoop, that may be the best Longhorn contribution you've had in this time oh. since we've been doing the show. It was, And fun. it was a good, positive one. Got some good feedback on the text line. A lot of people remembering Chris Gilbert, how good he was back in the day. So, yeah, this is a uh, actually did this text just come in from Mike Perrin, former Texas athletic director? Uh, Chris Gilbert was the first running back in uh, history to rush for more than a thousand yards each of his first three years. Remember, uh, freshmen were not eligible for varsity. I think nineteen seventy. Two? Whoa. 72 or 73, I can't remember the year. They wouldn't let freshmen uh, play? Yeah, freshmen weren't eligible. I think it was, wow. man, I, for some reason, 72 standing out of my mind, but I could be off on that. It could be 73. Uh, he is in the National Football Foundation in the College Football Hall of Fame, captain in 1968, team most valuable player all three years. Uh, Mr. Perrin, hope you're well, sir. Uh, good to hear from you. Uh, shout out to Mike Perrin. Uh, Chris Gilbert, the, long, the longest running uh, 
cool uh, Texas history, a 96-yard run. Uh, this texture run about Jamal Charles saying Jamal Charles left too early. As good as that 2008 Texas team was, put Jamal Charles and Jermichael Finley on that team. There's no doubt in my mind Texas wins a national championship in 2008 and, and beats Florida with those two guys. Jamal Charles and Jermichael Finley, kidding me? No doubt. No God, Jamal doubt Charles is a beast for a minute with the Chiefs, too. Dude, I, Jamal but Charles. forget about that. Yeah, the uh, NFL record holder for highest average yards per carry in NFL history. I think, I don't know if he finished there, but I know he was right. there for the longest time. I think that might have gone back to, to Jim Brown. And I've seen even some record books that have Marion Motley as the record holder. But I digress. Jamal Charles is awesome. You've got Deontay Foreman. People talking about Eric Metcalf. Roosevelt Leaks gets mentioned. Uh, Deontay Foreman's 2,000-yard season is worth celebrating. So, man, a lot of good stuff when you talk about running backs. That's why, I mean, Bucky Godbold, that's what he talked about. As a running backs coach, this is one of the places he wanted to coach. Man, when you're a running backs coach or you're a running back, Man, Texas is one of those places where you've got to be. Uh, and it's it's kind of ironic to me that Bijan could be about to pass Vince Young on the school's uh, all-time rushing yardage list because Bijan most likely, he's going to snap not only the program's drought of first-round picks, but so do you realize Texas hasn't had an offensive skill player go in the first round of the draft since Vince Young in 06? It's been a long time, and I'm fully fully expecting Bijan to snap that streak. All right, we got to pause the Texas football talk for just a minute. We got to get to some high school football. It's Snoop's time to shine in the Flex 30 segment. Yeah, I wonder where where he'll go too. Like when I think, oh, Bijan Robinson. for the best <laughs> high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by. Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit BrainVault.com and join the movement. Get the Vuvu's Ayla for Craig. Uh, well, uh, let me get it. Hold on. Because, oh, yeah. Oh, somebody. Hold on. Sorry. I can't do Did it someone right now. someone move it? Yeah. No, 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 no. No, it can't. Uh, they, they're working on the computer right uh, now. Oh, so. okay. So I might have to do this flex study without any music, but that's okay. Oh. Um, but I would like to say that uh, before I dive into full football, there's some big volleyball games tonight. Cedar Park, uh, uh, Liberty Hill are all in the playoffs. But we have two Austin area teams, actually four, playing against each other tonight. Round Rock versus Dripping Springs, which is where I'll likely be, and Lake Travis versus Westwood. So congratulations, ladies. It's the UIL uh, regional quarterfinals. Who's your, who, who's your, uh, your best pick, Snoop, your best bet? To make it to the state volleyball tournament, <laughs> probably Lake Travis. Okay, they have a Notre Dame commit, Logan Brandon. She's pretty awesome, and they have a just junior girl named Avery Hamlin, who's pretty aggressive as well. So I don't know, but Westwood's good too. I, I don't know. I, you know, I, they're all going to win state, Jeff. <laughs> that's that's how Snoop wants it, man. Every everybody. every team is going to win state. That's that's why you love the football format because between Division One and Division Two, <laughs> up to six, that you can have multiple. Central Texas teams, multiple Austin area teams. That would be the, the nicest thing. Yeah. And so, but there's some uh, playoff games uh, around here on on Thursday. I guess the biggest game, I guess, would be Westlake versus Cedar Ridge. And I want to shout out Cedar Ridge for getting into the playoffs because they almost weren't. They were down 15 points with five minutes left and came back and won that dang game. I listened to some of that, by the way, with uh, with Wags. I, I was Adam listening. Wagner. I was listening to to the Flex, the oh. Friday Night Flex. Oh, gosh, you hear that? No, look, you did a good job. Look, that's not easy. You're you're expecting a, a football game to be going on, and then there is no game. So. Yeah, yeah. You, you held it down, Snoop. Forty-five you minutes, down. and then it wound up being six and a half hours. So that was cool. It wasn't without the help of IHS fan and all their lovely broadcasts across. And thank you to SHN Sports to let us uh, 
listening to Georgetown and Cedar Park. But Shout out Adam Wagner, voice of the uh, Cedar Ridge Raiders. <laughs> Craig is right. He was so dejected because he wrote them off, and, and we kind of did. When he started writing them off, we did too. We're like, oh, it's over, it's over. <laughs> and then they came all the way back. That was fun to hear, you know, the emotion and, yeah, and the rise and for sure. the roller coaster of it. But but lastly, because I know I don't want to uh, delve too long because we want to talk more Longhorns, but LBJ Elgin is really compelling to me. Uh, the Jaguars, of course, uh, won district. Uh, Elgin didn't win a dang game last year to get to this point. So, uh, two, Elgin was 0-10 last year? 0-10. Wow. No wins. And so That's got to be one of the biggest – plus seven. That's got to be one of the me, biggest turnarounds in the state. To me, it is. Yeah. It is. Uh, yeah, I, I think, I'm talking just – if forget, like, just look at it just on paper, just the numbers. You improve plus seven wins from one year to the next. That's a That's impressive, but – you go from 0 and 10 to the playoffs? Yeah. Shout out Elgin, man. With a legit chance to maybe win th- this game, just based on the fact that LBJ, I would say personnel wise, LBJ is, is, is superior, but just based on the fact this unfamiliarity and maybe just uh, LBJ hadn't played, I don't think, a team the caliber of Elgin in a while. So, and, and, and it could be Elgin gets off to a strong start and then LBJ clamps down and then runs away with it. But uh, we'll I'll say this about LBJ, Joe, though. Uh, there's a reason why Coach Fenner made the non-district schedule that he did yeah. playing Maynard. Uh, that Christian school that beat playing, everybody? Playing Weiss, playing Parish Episcopal. Oh, Parish Episcopal. Yeah. yeah, that's what gets you ready for, for this week. So yeah. I know you've got to – those are two 6A playoff Kind of got to go in the way back machine and, and go back to those prep weeks if you're an LBJ player and think about what what went into it. But, yeah, that's, that's why you do that. So, uh, no, it's good stuff, Snoop. Good stuff Flex on the 30. Flex 30 yeah. segment. Props to Brain Vault for their sponsorship of uh, of our Flex 30 segments. All right, let's go ahead and get to the notebook. Okay, Jeff Howell's long notebook. Oh, yeah, we don't have a sounder. My bad. Uh, yeah, it's brought to you by Aaron Bowersock. Bowersock <laughs> this team. This is kind of fun. <laughs> uh, your home loan expert, get in touch with Aaron. Let her and her team do for you what they did for Craig when Craig made the move uh, from one portion of Williamson County to another, getting the move up to Georgetown. Uh, Bowersock team.com. Big thank you to Aaron Bowersock, your home loan expert. All right. I want to talk a little recruiting. Uh, we talked we talked plenty of football, and we'll get deeper into TCU prep tomorrow uh, because, again, I've, just, I've seen TCU a couple times play. I was looking, culling through some of the pro football focus numbers, uh, and, again, I, I think this is going to be one of those games based on the strength of TCU's defense, which, by the way, uh, I think – I don't remember if it was Stoner or who mentioned it on the Specs text line, but in all the – you know. Texas K-State and World Series and having a sick kid this weekend, I forgot that D. Winters is suspended for the outstanding TCU linebacker. He's suspended for the first half of this game due to a targeting call in the uh, the second half of the Texas Tech game. So I had completely forgotten about that. So that's a big deal, especially considering how good the Texas offense has been in first halves of games this year, uh, even though I really do like that TCU secondary, and I'll get more into them tomorrow. Remember, remember who I told you about a couple of weeks ago, Snoop, that I really like? Bud Clark, the TCU safety. Tomorrow we'll get more into Bud Clark. But I do want to talk about recruiting because, man, it could not be a more perfect storm for Steve Sarkeesian and company. And you look at the getting the win over K-State, and like I said, at the risk of repeating myself, now you come back home, you get an ABC primetime game, game day's in town, you're right in the thick of, of competing for a berth in, for the Big 12 championship, a berth in the Big 12 title game. You've got undefeated TCU Probably going to be in the top four when the college football playoff rankings come out tonight. They're in the in their fourth in both the AP poll and the coaches poll right now. 
it is a it is kind of the opportunity that I think this fan base, everybody with a dog in the fight as it relates to this program, it's kind of what you waited for, Snoop, kind of one of these marquee national games later in the year, in the month of November, that on a national stage really matters, might be the game of the week in college football. And not only do you have an opportunity to cash in and continue what could be a really special November for you on the field, but, man, you talk about this visit list and how things are falling in recruiting right now for Steve Sarkeesian. First off, a lot of 24-7 sports crystal ball picks, Snoop, coming in, those flip picks coming in for Colton Vosick to flip from Oklahoma to Texas. I know that— Is that official? No, he has not made a flip, and I know we've no. we've talked about it on the air, and it hasn't been a secret that Texas has not stopped recruiting Colton Vosick. And I thought it was interesting a couple weeks ago for the his Iowa. Bro- his brother's pretty good, at Connor, too. But anyway, <laughs> for the Iowa State game when Arch Manning was in town, Colton let it be known that he was going to the game, and some of the Oklahoma writers were saying, "Oh, he's just his parents have season tickets, and he's just going to watch." And I'm like, I'm you know, kind of scanning things pregame. I'm like. No, he's not sitting in the stands. He he's in the recruit section. He's on a visit. He's hanging out with Arch. So, yeah, that one's been trending in a good way for Texas for a while now. A lot of crystal ball picks also coming in. Snoop for Anthony Hill, the five-star linebacker out of Denton Ryan, decommitted. So it comes to light that he's going to make a visit to Texas this weekend, and then probably an hour after that, if it was that long. He announces that he's decommitting from Texas A&M, all signs pointing to Texas. And, line, again, going back to our Jalen Ford conversation in the first hour, we keep talking about how linebacker is just such a pivotal position. It's so hard to recruit off-ball linebackers today because typically those guys at the high school level that play that position, they grow to be too big in the position by the time they get to college. But Anthony Hill's one of those guys, he can play early and you can develop him, and I think he can be a true off-ball linebacker, those kind of NFL-style off-ball linebackers. That's the kind of guy you're recruiting with Anthony Hill. Uh, Jelani McDonald, the, uh, the Waco Connolly athlete, the former Oklahoma State commit, he's going to be on a visit this weekend. It just came out while we were on the air. Uh, Bravion Rogers, the LaGrange athlete committed to Texas A&M, who Texas is looking at as a defensive back. He's going to be on campus this weekend. Peyton Bowen, the uh, safety out of, out of Denton Geyer, who's committed to Notre Dame, He's expected to be on campus this weekend. Javian Toviano from Arlington Martin, uh, again, another guy in the secondary that Texas is taking their chances with. He's going to be on campus yet this weekend. He announced that yesterday. So a lot of star power in the stands for Texas this weekend. Again, a primetime game. Uh, the place recruits want to be is in the stands for Texas and TCU. I, I'll say this, and I think this will kind of set up. I hope this sets up our Specs text line for the rest of the week, and I should I apologize for not getting to this earlier, but it just came to me. I, and I said this on the flagship message board at Horns 24-7. The crowd on Saturday, because Texas played Alabama, and that was a great crowd for the Alabama game. But it was early season, 11 a.m. It was hot. It was not ideal for a maximum full-tilt crowd experience. Sark hasn't had a game like this since he's been to Texas, where you get a night game, a nationally elite team, a game with a lot of college football playoff implications, a game with major Big 12 championship implications. Uh, It is the marquee game in college football. I would be disappointed if the crowd noise, the rowdiness of that crowd on Saturday night, because I've seen Texas fans do it. I've seen Texas fans be rowdy. I was there for West Virginia in 2012. I was there for Notre Dame in 16. I was there for LSU in 19. I was there for Alabama this year. I know Texas fans know how to be rowdy. I will be disappointed 
if by the end of the night on Saturday, we're not talking about that crowd to the point where 10, 20 years from now, when people talk about great crowds at DKR, you're talking about 2022 TCU, the same way people talk about 1990 U of H in 2008 Missouri, some of the one of the best crowds unquestionably in the history of the stadium. So that everything that's writing on this for Texas, the shot in the arm a win could give this program, that crowd needs to be amped up to the maximum level on Saturday. Really, really looking forward to it. Looking forward to digging more into that matchup between Texas and TCU tomorrow. All right, we need a break. Come back. We'll close out this edition of Light the Tower on the Horn, live, local, and digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com. All right, uh, Craig will be back in studio tomorrow. Snoop and I will be here uh, again. Apologies for uh, not being able to bring you our weekly conversation with Lake Travis head coach Hank Carter, but Westlake head coach Tony Salazar will be in studio tomorrow. At some point, we will have our uh, full interview with TCU head coach Sonny Dykes that Craig is in the process of getting right now, so stay tuned for all that, and stay tuned for Chad and Zay. Chad Hastings and Isaiah Collier coming up at the top of the hour. Snoop, great job today. And we'll uh, we'll uh, keep the Longhorn football discussion going tomorrow. Getting ready, man. I'm already feeling it in my blood, Snoop. Getting ready for Texas and TCU. We'll pick that back up and get you ready for a big weekend of high school football playoffs. We'll do all that tomorrow. For Craig Way, for Snoop Daniel, I am Jeff Howe. Thank you so much for listening. And we will be back tomorrow to light the tower on the Horn, live, local, and digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com. If you like high school football, then this 